Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. Hello and welcome back to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit Season 1. So this is a conversation with Robin. Uh, and I don't have your name listed in front of me. Gero, Gero. Gero, thank you. Robin Gero. And um, as you know, we had some technical issues with uh, the internet connection last time we had this conversation. So he and I uh, agreed to to uh, have another conversation as a, a makeup session. Um, so if you heard the first message, hope or the first session, hopefully we won't be repeating too much of the same things. But um, if there is some repetition, please be patient with that because we are trying to make up for for lost information the last time. So as always, um, Robin, I'm just going to invite you to just introduce yourself, um, and then and then we'll we'll go from there. So um, I am Robin, I'm from France, <laughs> and um, I'm a clairvoyant for professionally for 10 years. And I think I started my, uh, my journey like 20 years ago with uh, Reiki. Reiki was my uh, op uh, opening door. And um, since this time, um, I started to have uh, um, some uh, abilities, extrasensorial abilities. And I developed them uh, since this time very slowly. My, uh, my way is very slow <laughs> about this. And for 10 years now, I, um, I give seminar to help uh, uh, people to develop their, their own uh, abilities to channel. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my, uh, my journey. And I am um, as well as, um, daily job i um, do session with people where i connect to the problems i have and i can receive information about what they are what they are experiencing behind the surface of what they see and, uh, and they um, experience and so when you connect with I'm, I'm kind of giggling because this is going to lead into a very different conversation than we had last time. <laughs> <laughs> when you connect with the people that you're working with, can you talk a little bit more about who you are connecting with? Because, mm. you know, and again, I say this, take this with a, with a grain of salt for those of you that are listening, because how we describe our spiritual team, as I refer to them, is individual and respective to each one of us. And the way that Robin describes it will be different than the way that I describe it or experience it. And it could be very different from the way you experience it. The one thing I will add before, before, I, let, <laughs> before I let Robin speak <laughs> um, is that as far as I'm concerned, fundamentally speaking, when I refer to our spiritual team, 
I am referring to the spiritual energies that are assisting us and guiding us, however it is that you want to define them. My mother, for example, as far as she's concerned, there's her higher self and there's God. That's it. Everything else is just a representation of God. And she has her higher self, which she somehow separates a little bit. Um, I myself have a tremendously detailed um, <laughs> grid of the different entities that exist as separate entities, recognizing that they're all connected to God. Um, and that, you know, and I, and again, I use the word God very loosely. I, I prefer the, the, the words uh, source um, or the intelligence of life. Um, but again, how everybody defines these things is entirely up to you and there's no right or wrong. But again, going back to your work, Robin, I'd be curious when you get messages from the team of the people that you're working with, who does that tend to come from more often than not? Um, in my experience, I work, uh, uh, I work mostly with my inner voice. So it's really with, uh, with my inner voice that I work. Um, and um, sometimes when I feel I am in a dead end, I will uh, connect uh, my guides and uh, ask them what, what I can do uh, in this situation. So I would say like on, uh, on the session I do, I work mostly with my, uh, my inner voice. It's more in my uh, personal uh, life that I will connect uh, spirits and my, my team, uh, as, you, uh, as you call them. And about the team, is, it's interesting for me to, to, um, um, to say that um, we have guides that, uh, who are with us from the beginning. And I can see that I have guides uh, who come just for a moment. They will come for three months because I have something particular to work on. Uh, for example, recognition. And I will have uh, one spirit who, who will come and uh, he has his specialty and he will help me to, to cross uh, this thing or to understand things. Um, do I recognize people? Am I recognized by people? And I really see um, my own life like this. It's like there's a subject which come um, and for one week or two months, all the universe will uh, uh, bring me all the experiences uh, to, um, to develop this, uh, this, this thing uh, I am on. And at one point, uh, when I will have done some, uh, some way with it, um, and the life will bring me back an experience just to and I and I and I say in, uh, into myself uh, why I, I am am I confronted with this experience again because I moved on and and it just uh, the life bring me this just to realize that my reaction is different meaning I I I um, went over it so. Um, it works mostly, uh, mostly uh, like this for me um, in this, this kind of work. I, I want to add something here again, just to kind of give people a broader understanding of 
when you say that you refer to your inner voice or that you're connecting with your inner voice, I don't want that to be misunderstood Hmm. because a lot of people might believe or assume that when we listen to our inner voice, we're listening to our ego self, to our Hmm. personality self. And that's not actually what Robin is referring to. Hmm. When I do spiritual regressions and I work with people, helping them to expand and explore their spiritual understanding via their journey, I know that their spiritual team is communicating with me. I might not recognize them individually or be able to speak about them individually yet, um, but I do know that when I get messages that sound like they're coming from my inner voice, there's a very subtle distinction in the energy of that message, and I can tell whether it's coming from me or it's coming from my team, my higher self, their team, their higher self. And so when Robin is talking about connecting with his inner voice, he, and I'm presuming that this is true, (laughs) he is opening that inner voice to include messages from his team, his higher self and and the people and the client that he's working with, their higher self and their team. And so I just want to be very clear about that, that that we're not talking about listening to our ego mind and our ego self. And and I hate the word ego, but this is a term that that a lot of people are familiar with. Um, I really hate the term ego. It's... It, it really is one of my, it's one of my pet peeves. Um, so a lot of times I will talk about how my human experience. So I'll refer to my ego as my human experience, my human mind, my human uh, brain, the thoughts that my human has. Um, but anyway. Yeah, to, to continue uh, what, what you say, um, it's, it's my spiritual channel. I can call it uh, this way. So yeah, it's not a mental uh, mental level. Um, that's for sure. And the way I work, and it was really uh, a kind of controlling thing for me, is I connect a particular thing and I disconnect. And for a long time, it's been like this for me. It's, um, uh, more recently, the last few years, I can uh, be called and answer to, uh, to, uh, to my message. So from different spirits, it's really me connecting and dis- disconnecting. But when I do this, I use this spiritual channel. But with this spiritual channel, I can uh, as well connect, for example, in what I do, um, the inner side of the person or um, different part or the, um, the father part uh, uh, of the person. I can connect the chakra of the person. I can connect uh, one organ. I can connect uh, one disease or, or any, any part or, um, of the person. Um, and if I decide to, to call the soul or a guide of the person, I will really have the, um, the intention to connect uh, uh, this spirit or one of my uh, the spirit who, who work with me uh, as well. But it's really, um, it's a kind of a control thing because uh, I want to make sure what, what I connect. Uh, but through the inner voice, I can connect many things. 
And um, and what I want to say as well about when you connect things, um, um, it's very important to be connected with your own body. Uh, because after all these years uh, of experience, I can say just one thing is body can't lie. And um, that's the conscious uh, we need to have when we, we channel um, anything, really, is how does the body uh, answer uh, to it? And it's quite important in, way, in, way, in what I do is because you can feel if it's um, uh, positive energy, you can feel if it's negative energy, and you can feel as well uh, the hierarchy of the information. What I call the hierarchy of, of the information is when I connect information, so I receive information through my inner voice. So me, I'm more in um, clear knowing. Now it's, it's uh, how, uh, how I work. Depending on how I feel uh, in my body, I will know this information is important and another information is less important. And when it's for me, uh, from my own experience, if the information is really important, I have a wave of energy from the, from the head to the, to the toes. It's, uh, it's really strong. And sometimes it will act on another part of my body. Sometimes I don't feel things um, as well. But it's really something I, I wanted to, um, um, to say that um, the connection with the body is very important. And the information we have by a clear feeling are really important in channeling um, whatever you, you, you channel. Um, and to continue on this way, because um, when we channel, we want to know who we channel. And there's a lot of fear about uh, what we connect. Or I can have a lot of questions uh, about this. I can feel a um, certain level of fear sometimes. Uh, if I connect this spirit, do I really connect uh, uh, this spirit or another one um, which is... Uh, less high energy or also. From my experience, I think this fear is much bigger than the reality. I don't say it doesn't exist. I, I really think it's much bigger. Because from my experience, um, positive energy, um, they are in their own place, but negative energies are as well on their own place. And then they don't have... Um, problem with the place they are and the role they, they play um, they play in a way and from my experience that's why i was talking about the body if you connect from uh, for any reason uh, negative energy you feel it it happened to me a few times but each time i could feel it like in my body i was feeling a bit down or, or and even the messages, they were, they were not um, high-level um, messages. And so I, I was just thinking it's important to this connection with the body and don't have too much fear because when you connect, you feel. You, there's no, 
the idea of the camouflage of uh, spirit is not something I, I really recover in my in my experience. There's something I want to follow up on here, given given the direction that we've gone here, um, and I've got my own ideas and things that I'd like to add to if it comes back to it. But given what you just said, I'm sure people are asking, how did you handle the quote unquote negative energy? Um, I, I tend to not, I don't tend to like using again positive and negative energy because we all have positive and negative energy within ourselves we have positive neutral and negative energy not related to good and bad but a lot of times in language in our society we refer to positive as good and negative as bad so again just from a semantic or logistical point of view just be careful with with your understanding of what robin is referring to when he talks about positive yeah. and negative but i do want to know if you come across an energy that is not something that you are particularly enjoying or or fond of, or that you want to remove the connection, how do you go about doing that? Okay, um, just to add something about what you said, when I say positive and negative, is nothing to do with good or bad, which is really a human, uh, a human way of, uh, of thinking uh, things. That's why I was saying negative energy are at their place, they have a role to play like positive energy are, at their place uh, and have another role uh, role to, to play. So for me, from my experience, I have, I'm talking about um, uh, not too strong negative energy. I don't talk about demon and things, but negative energy. I just I just clearly put my intention to cut uh, 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 from this uh, energy. But in my work, I, I work with. Um, uh, Sometimes uh, I have to work with entity, uh, which are with people. Um, it could be a, um, it could be a dead person soul, but it can be as well a, a negative energy in the body. And I and I talk with them. Uh, I have to talk with them to understand why they are here and what do they need and um, and. And sometimes it's like a negotiation in a way. <laughs> I try to understand their, their, their point of view and what, what they really want. And most of the time they want uh, um, the person to understand something. And if I am able to, to give the message and the person has the consciousness uh, um, and think, it's okay. They don't, they don't need to be there anymore. And then I can remove uh, remove uh, the energy. So it's really for me, um, negative is just, I can feel it's negative energy, or I can feel it's positive energy. But that, that's all, you know. And according, um, when it comes to spirits, but sometimes I have to work with negative uh, energy, but it's pretty rare and, and um, and if I have to do it, I do it. But most of the time, I connect to positive energy. And if if it happens that I connect to negative energy, I just put a, um, a stop to it. Um, like clear clear intention. Um, yeah, exactly. But the intention the intention that we that we set for ourselves and the work that we do is is really really important. Um, I would agree with that one hundred percent. And for me, a lot of the Again, I'm, I'm 
take everything that I say with a grain of salt. I'm, I'm still kind of new in this whole world. Um, I'm still exploring and finding my own path and my own journey. But through my experiences and the people that I've worked with, teachers that I've worked with, I've learned things around being very clear about setting the intention, who it is that I want to work with, who it is that I allow into my space, who it is that I allow to interact with me. Um, I set a very clear intention that whoever it is that interacts with me needs to connect and get the approval of my spiritual team, my guides that work with me, that know me, that interact with me, that support me, that are, are co-creating this experience with me. Any entity that wants to connect with me or through me needs to go through them. They're, they're, my, they're my, my filter, if you will. Um, and I agree with you, you know, if whenever it is that an energy decides that it wants to come into my experience and is working with me for whatever the reason, have it be individually or with, with clients, um, it's always recognizing that there's an intention behind that interaction, getting to the, getting to the kind of the, the story behind it, understanding it. And like you say, negotiating in order to figure out what's the appropriate way to move forward um, and, and to have that be driven by, again, I, I say my higher self and, and my team and the team of the individual that I'm working with. So setting filters, I like the word filter, not protections. I don't like the word protection yeah, I, at all. Um, I, I agree with, with you on, on this point. I think we need a little protection, but not too much. We have to find uh, our own level pro pro of protection. Because at one point, if you protect yourself all the time, you're just sending the message, I am uh, attacked. That's, that's what's uh, um, um, happening. So it's really, uh, as you said, uh, filter, uh, intention. When the intention is clear, there's no problem. It's really um, when you are not centered and things, that's where uh, you can, uh, negative energy can come or, or, or connect you, but you still have the, um, the control. If there's a connection like this, you still can uh, uh, have the intention to cut and, uh, and it will work if you are clear, clear with yourself. Mm. Yeah. Just yesterday, I was um, yesterday. What are we on? A couple days ago, I was uh, in conversation with Spirit through my practice group. As I've, as I've mentioned throughout this this series, I have a, a group of friends that I practice with, and while I was in conversation with Spirit through my friend, they brought up the idea that I've created a shield that is preventing me from experiencing the life that I want to experience because I'm protecting myself too much. And so what they encouraged me to do was to dismantle that shield, disintegrate that shield, get rid of that shield, however it is that, you know, whatever language you want to use, and to create a a flexible and adjusting boundary which I thought was really cool, you know, so it's, and, and who's determining 
how strong that boundary needs to exist. Well, I put it to my higher self and my spiritual team. You know, because they're the ones that have full access to my experience. They know exactly what I'm wanting to experience, how I want to experience it, um, and what I'm willing and what I'm able to experience. And so um, I'm in the process, literally, of dismantling this shield energetically with my imagination and creating what I refer to as a magical barrier that adjusts according to my needs in that moment. Um, and my desires in that moment. And I can always put up a very strong shield at any time, like you say, with my intention. I can just say, done. You know, I, I don't want anything, boom. I'll put in a create a hard shield. Um, but I love that idea of creating a, a, a barrier, a filter that adjusts and that is adaptable and flexible, which is something that most of us don't even think about. You know, I love that flexibility. You know, a lot of conversations with spirit we're all getting chills. I always get reminded of, we always get reminded of the idea of including or something better at the end of whatever it is that we ask for, whatever it is that we're manifesting or something better or something greater that is beyond my understanding. And for me, that idea of having a flexible and variable shield filter protection armor, whatever term you want to use, I love that flexibility. I mean, it can be, a, it can be thin and, and, and effortless and, and adjusting and magical. And so that's, I wanted to add that because it, literally this was just a couple of days ago and it, it plays in line with, with the conversation that Robert and I had. Yeah, um, to, to continue uh, what you say, um, According to me, the purpose of channeling uh, is to uh, evaluate. I cannot put it simpler than, uh, than that. Uh, it's, for me, it's, it's lazy. And for evolution, you need to live some experience. Um, and that these experiences will gonna make your belief system move. And that's a part of the shield you, you, you're talking about. Because we have thousands of different uh, shields, uh, but most of them are our belief system. We think it's like this or like that. Uh, uh, and when the belief is stuck, you are, we are stuck at one point. And sometimes life is bringing an experience which is going to be very um, hurtful for us, very painful, but it needed for us to move. And when we move, that's where the treasure is. And what I really love in, in channeling for me is understanding this treasure, uh, understanding why I, I, I cross this, um, uh, this experience uh, um, where I didn't see any treasure during the experience. <laughs> Far from it. Um, but by channeling, I can understand why, why, and when the, um, I can bring back some sense, everything have a, has a different sense for me. And I can really, uh, yeah, keep this treasure uh, with me and continue, uh, continue the way with it. And that's why for me in channeling, 
it's very important to always have the link in between uh, whatever it's the spirit you connect or your inner voice or, or any part, what is the link with my life? And what is the link with my um, uh, incarnated life? You can say that in, uh, in English, incarnated life. Okay. Um, because I, ha I had the experience for me, like um, for three years, I think, I was really highly connected there. So I was doing travel, uh, um, meeting guides and everything, but my life wasn't changing at all. Because what was happening is all the information was stuck uh, on the high level, but they didn't uh, root themselves through, uh, through me. So um, I had no, uh, um, no effect on the material world. Or in my incarnated life, um, and it, it was—it's quite a time, three years like, like this. And the rest of my life is really in reaction with this part of my life. Uh, is um, does it change? Does information uh, as an influence on my on my incarnated life, uh, on my real life, or not? And at one point, I really had to put a really huge filter. Meaning, if it doesn't act on my life, I don't want it. I don't want it, um, and so on. But it was a bracket time in my life that I had to be that straight with myself. And now it's it's uh, less uh, less straight. But it's really the idea that um, if we choose the incarnation, is to to live in a, an incarnated life and. Spirits and channeling can help us uh, to evaluate in this uh, uh, in this life to bring back um, some um, some meanings, but as well some uh, reassurance. Sorry, <laughs> they can help us to to have more confidence in ourselves. I have a lot of messages from my spirit, which are just on this level. Like it's okay. Continue on this way, or um, just okay, and 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 I feel safer, and I can continue my way. Yeah, one thing that I want to add, and it's it's a language thing. Um, it's not just about evaluating our life. Robin is also speaking about evolving within our life, um, and so there's an evolution that Robin is speaking to um, within within his, his description. And so I wanted to emphasize that because he can be talking about evaluating, but then he also, if you listen, he'll make a comment about how we evolve. And so I just want to connect the two that there's a there's a link between evaluation and evolution within within what Robin is sharing. Um, I wanna I want to kind of change directions a little bit if I may. Um, in our last conversation, which I know a lot of the listeners were really interested in, was your journey and we talked about how your journey was really was really uh important you have gone through different uh methods of declares the different way that you connect with with your your spiritual self and, and the spiritual energies and you've gone through what i would refer to as the puzzle pieces where you focus on one for a mm. while, yeah. 
and then you kind of start <laughs> you start developing your skill in another one and then the previous one kind of goes dormant and so you you've had this evolution i i look at my life as puzzle pieces like i can tell you you know a puzzle piece was these three years and these four years and and so these puzzle pieces are all separate, but they're all creating a bigger picture. And mm. so that's the way that I metaphorically have interpreted what you've shared about how you play within your own clairs is that they've kind of manifested individually for you to develop them and that you're still in that process of, of integrating them. But before we do that, I love what you shared about the importance of integrating our spiritual development with our human development that integration is a huge part of of what i'm very passionate about um so thank you for for highlighting that i think that's really important um so my journey started with with reiki so the first time in my life i, I could feel things that i could not rationally explain it opened the first door for me uh, the door which opened all the other ones um, so we started with the clear, clear feeling, but as soon as I started to give Reiki, I had flashes, so vision, really short vision of animals. I was seeing uh, animals. But when I see short, it's like this. So my mental uh, side was saying, ah, you, uh, it's your imagination and, and things, it's, it's not important. But it was so, um, it was coming again and again. So at one point, I had to, uh, um, to think it's important. So um, I had flashes like this, it continued. And then I had um, Kundalini awakening. And a few years after, when I say my, my, my way is very slow, it's very slow. <laughs> and during this um, uh, awakening, um, the visual, um, the ability of the vision explode completely. So I was uh, uh, going um, to past life very easily uh, at this point. I was uh, seeing uh, object in the people's body. Uh, I had vision, even uh, open eyes. Uh, it was a lot. Uh, but because my way was slow, I couldn't, I couldn't integrate this. It was 10 days like this. Uh, and after the awakening and the um, heart, the connection of the heart that I had for 10 days stopped, but all the abilities uh, stayed. So I continued with this vision for, for time. It was more and more I'd, like short movies <laughs> of the time. Um, so I really developed uh, the, this part. And um, at one point, uh, I started to hear things um, and from this moment because i really wanted to experience this i each time i wanted to channel i was saying i want audio information is that an interesting thing you can do as well it's like um if you want to test some other way to receive uh, information you can just put your intention I don't say it will work or it will work all the time, but sometimes it does, and it's the power of the intention uh, as well. So at this point, I was I just wanted audio information. So each time I was saying I want audio information, 
And the vision just went down, down from meaning I still can have some vision, but it's pretty rare now. And most of the time it's um, when it's shorter for the spirit or for my inner uh, voice to um, give me the message they have to, uh, to give me. Um, we say one, one picture, sometimes uh, it's thousand words. And in these cases, they send me a, um, a picture. But it, I don't have the same ability in vision that I had uh, before. So it was like um, uh, clear hearing for, for quite a time. And um, so I was uh, really a channeling spirit and uh, experiencing this. But by the same time, and at the same moment it, uh, it arrived for me, I learned how to feel um, uh, with a technique called biochambre. I could feel a positive energy and a negative energy. And so each time I was communicating with um, a spirit, um, I was asking him to uh, validate wh what I uh, received uh, by asking the spirit to move from a place to a place. If it's right, move to this place. Uh, and I could feel, so I was validate, validated sorry, um, uh, with what I heard. And that's something which really helped me because I talked to it in the other, in the other video. When you feel, it's, it's something different than um, hearing. I can validate myself more when I touch than when, when I hear. But by doing the two things together, I really increase in confidence very quickly. And without this touching validate, validation, um, I'm sure it would have been uh, much longer. And that's something you can experience, something I wanted to, to, to give as well, that there's a way of communicating with uh, <coughs> spirit, which, uh, <coughs> which is very simple uh, and doesn't need Biochon, as, as I said uh, before. It's balancing uh, technique. I mean, you can do it when you're straight or when you are sitting. It's easier when, when you're straight. Um, is you are straight and you ask the spirit you are, you are connecting. Um, you say, um, I'm going to ask you some question and you will answer me by yes or no. Yes, you're pushing me this way and no, you're pushing me this way. And that's something you can use with uh, all spirits. Um, it can work as well with uh, dead people's soul as well. And it's really an interesting tool. Why? Because it, it, it comes with the body. And as I said, the body is, is uh, it's easier to validate something which happened with the body than all the other extra, uh, extra sense, um, senses. Um, so that's something you can use and you can use it as well to validate uh, what you can receive uh, by different channel, uh, channels. And um, it, it can be something really helpful uh, on your uh, way uh, uh, of channeling, like you validate. Another thing about validation is 
you can validate as one rule, you can validate one time, two times, but after you have to stop because if you do it three times and more, it just, you're sending in the universe, I am opting, I am opting, I am opting. So I think the validation is important, but it doesn't have to take all the, uh, all the space uh, uh, um, in what you do and uh, in the channeling. So I like I, I, I do want to just kind of again emphasize yeah. the, the importance of being having doubt. I think is natural for us. We want to validate our experience, but it's very easy for us to give that doubt too much importance and then create an innocent uh, resistance to what we're wanting to create an experience. So the validation, like Robin says, is really important. You know, I live in a lot of doubt as I'm learning a lot of these things myself, I'm still, I'm still doubting my whole experience. Like if you ask me if I'm actually channeling, I'll say no. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I've been told by, again, spirits through my friends that I do trust. And they say, Daniel, you're really doing a good job in the channeling, you know, keep on practicing, you'll get better. Um, you know, but if you ask me, I'll say, I'm not channeling. I'm just, you know, so, so there, there's, I can I can create a lot of resistance to what it is what it is that I'm wanting to create if I live too much in that doubt. Um, so there's a balance there. Um, I like the idea of it's okay to doubt a couple of times, but if you find yourself continuously doubting that over and over again, that that can be a red flag to to kind of let you know that you know you're innocently creating resistance. Yeah, last time I said uh, doubt is a friend you have to keep at the right place. And, and I think it, it, it's um, something like this. And if I see my journey, I made a lot of mistakes at the beginning. And because I allowed myself to do this mistake, I could do the journey in a way. I could have stopped everything, uh, um, feeling like I, I thought I felt some some spirit, but I wasn't because it was not the size of the spirit I was I was uh, I was feeling. So I was completely uh, completely wrong. But I thought I was okay, so I continue and and um, and um, with the experience, uh, it gets thinner, and I and I um, um, I made less mistakes and. Uh, Maybe much, much, much less mistakes, but it's because I made some mistakes that I did the journey that, that I did. That I have no doubt about this, actually. <laughs> so that thing is normal, and um, and it's something which uh, keeps us from um, being unrooted or, or being uh, going into the spiritual power uh, some people goes to. Uh, and I can, I know some people uh, like this. Uh, at one point, if you have no doubt, uh, you go this way because there's no no border, no no barriers um, um, as well. So it's an important thing. But as you said, keep it keep it uh, uh, 
search validation when you really think that uh, uh, um, it's strange or when you really have a difficulty uh, to integrate things. So be, um, be sincere with yourself because I can see some person that they just check all the time uh, uh, things and it doesn't stand uh, the, right, uh, uh, the right message. It's uh, sometimes we have to, to, um, to have a confirmation. For example, I, I give my experience. Sometimes I channel something which is completely out of my consciousness. On all the level I know it's out of my consciousness. And in these cases, I, I, um, I, I check <laughs> because I really have to check. It, it's something I, it's, which is very difficult to, uh, to integrate. Um, because more you go on the way, more you open doors. So when they present themselves, it's much easier to, uh, to, um, to get them. Uh, but when you have information which are uh, really uh, out of your consciousness, there are some resistances and it's normal. It's totally uh, normal. But it's important as well to uh, make the difference in between the depth we can have and the resistance we, we have with the message we, we receive. Because um, sometimes it's just getting into our structure and we don't want to evaluate. We don't want to change. We don't want to, uh, um, to put the thing in place that we have to do to change uh, um, a certain part of ourselves. So we are in a resistance and it's different than Dupting about uh, what you receive. Two different images. There's, there's something I want to emphasize um, a little bit. And it's related to something that you said earlier about your journey. And I can relate to that myself because I feel like I'm really slow in my own development. There's no right or wrong. There's no speed that is the right speed or the wrong speed. And I just want to emphasize this because there's a lot of people are maybe wanting to learn how to connect more with themselves or with their spirit team and learning to channel within their own experience. There's no right way or wrong way. What's really important is that you find your way, what's, what's appropriate to you. And I love what Robin was referring to earlier about listening to your body because your body can't lie. When you, when you start to recognize the way that your body communicates with you, the way that your body encourages you or warns you of a direction that doesn't align with, with, with yourself, you start to really be able to, to be guided by the wisdom that exists within yourself. And your body is a beautiful tool that communicates that. But I want to emphasize that, you know, Robin, repeatedly talks about how he's really slow and his journey was really slow and <laughs> I raised my hand as well. My journey's been really, really slow. Like I say, I've got friends that I practice with that as far as I'm concerned, they're channeling beautifully and I'm I'm in the remedial, <laughs> I'm in the remedial class. Um, but it's really important that you find what's right for you and to recognize that there's no right way, there's no wrong way. Robin will talk about his experience not as a a roadmap for you to follow, but just as an example of how his journey has been 
developed. I'll talk about my experience in the same way. Um, so I just want to emphasize that, that it's really important that you find what's right for you, that you find the methodology or the approach or the, the clear the connection with spirit in whatever way that, that manifests. Yeah. So I just want to highlight that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I continue on, uh, on what, you, what you said. Um, it's very important to be aware of your own personal music of channeling, in a way, because there's hundreds of ways uh, of channeling. And during my journey, I still, I still um, um, discover some other way to, uh, to, uh, to channel. Uh, and we have to be aware as well that uh, um, this way is a way, way of frustration. Uh, if I come back at the beginning, I um, had frustration, and now I still have some frustration. Uh, I would like to see uh, the energy and things. Uh, that's something I cannot do. So I still have frustration. Um, but from this point, by accepting it's a journey and we will have frustration, we can go into ourselves and uh, recognize what we already have. And I really think that the third eye's uh, abilities are like a child. If you, if you um, uh, tell the, the child it's good what you do, wow, you can do this, uh, uh, and that he, he will really um, will want to, to go further and continue the way. If you uh, say um, that uh, it's, uh, it's good and, and thing, he, he will he want uh, go on the way, he will not have the power to, to continue. So first thing first is really to, to see, I can, I can feel this, okay, it's cool. Uh, that's one way to, to do this. Uh, or sometime I heard one word, it's great. Uh, and this um, um, way of seeing our ability is like, it's really like, this is my music. And maybe my music will, Evaluate and uh, and maybe it will change from it, it change, but um, it's really okay. I can already uh, uh, do this, and I can feel some. Um, I can be grateful for for this, and that helps a lot in developing uh, uh, this kind of uh, abilities um, because we are. Most of the time, very hard on on, on ourselves uh, about about this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, again, to everybody that's live with us, feel free to you know interact with us in any way you like. You guys have been very quiet today, which is fine. There's no again, there's no right or wrong, but just an invitation again. If you want to interact with us, feel free to to join us in this conversation, either through the chat or. So Robin, um, for somebody that's starting out, for someone that is <clears throat> interested in going in this direction, what recommendations would you have for them? Um, so my recommendation would be to, um, uh, to start with uh, feeling the spirit um, with the body um, 
and I told about it last time, uh, one simple uh, thing to do is to put the object in front of you and ask the spirit um, to place, place uh, itself in the middle of the, um, the object. Then with the hand, you go one meter, one meter and a half, and you go very slowly in direction of the object you, uh, you put. And at one point, you can feel something which change. Um, it can be uh, feeling some heat, some uh, resistance, some density in the air, um, or you can have a reaction in the body. When you feel it, you go a few centimeters behind and you reduce the way to the layer you, you, you felt. And we, what we can feel the most is the difference in between when you are not on the layer and when you are on the layer. When you are into the layer, you won't feel much. Um, so it's really this beginning uh, there. And it's really something uh, great and which change things because it's really, um, it's not easy to, even if we believe in spirits, uh, 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 in light beings and things, it's not easy for us to believe truly inside. We all have uh, uh, resistant, uh, resistances uh, with this. And by touching uh, them, it's really um, connecting them with the body. And it's uh, one step which is quite important, uh, uh, quite important for, for me, like first step, because it helps all the rest to open, like, okay, I can feel something. And we have to be aware as well that it's subtle energies, which whatever the channel uh, uh, you receive uh, your information from, it's still etheric. Uh, channel, so it's subtle energy. It's very different from uh, our um, physical uh, senses. So, even if sometimes it's stronger than other time, it's always subtle. So, we really have to uh, to um, um, to to be aware of um, to be aware of this. Um, and after, as I said, the technique of this is. Quite good because you can have uh, you can ask um, close question like question the spirit can answer by yes or no. So and I'm going to let, let me just interrupt you here because not everybody is going to be watching the video. So what Robin is referring to is you can your body has um, a balance to it and. Our balance is a very clear and simple way that we can utilize to get answers, to get the yes or no's. And so what Robin was doing, for those of you that aren't watching the video and are listening to the recording in the audio, um, for those of you that are in the unlimited access package, there's a, um, there's a, a leaning forward that your body will do and typically what I do and what most people do is that moving forward is an indication of yes and moving backwards an indication of no. Um, and it's just that it, it can be subtle and it can be very obvious. I mean, I've had messages where 
I've asked the question yes or no, is this XYZ or XYZ? And I'm almost falling forward. Like I have to move my foot in order to catch myself because I was moved forward so much. Um, or vice versa, I need to actually move my foot so that I don't actually fall backwards. Um, or it can be much more subtle than that. To complete what you said, um, spirits uh, have uh, they have the ability to uh, to act on material on on a certain level. That's why we are pushed uh, back uh, back or, or forward, and that's what we use to to um, uh, to communicate. What's important is the protocol you put at the beginning, and it has to be very clear. It doesn't have to be what I say, but it, it has to be very clear. If you so you really um, connect with the spirit and you, you say I'm gonna ask you um, um, some question. If you um, if the answer is yes, you push me this way. If the answer is no, you push me backward. Okay. And at this point, you can say uh, name of the spirit I I, I, I connect. Uh, did you did you understand what I said? And if it's um, if it's like this, it will push you uh, forward. And if not, you re-explain uh, the thing. So it's really the protocol. And more you work uh, this way, less you have to do the protocol because it's clear with you and it's clear with the spirit you, uh, you, uh, you work for. And these are really um, um, great helps that I had on, uh, on my journey. Um, quite important and being aware as well that um, uh, channeling it's making space within myself for the information uh, to come so it's really uh, uh, in the spirit you have to make space um, so it's it's a let go energy it's really a surrender uh, a surrender uh, energy and even if you you are um, centered, you cannot see anything, you don't feel you, you receive anything, but you feel good in this, meaning you don't have your mantle, uh, which uh, turn in your head again, again and again, it's already a huge step, uh, meaning you can. And even at this point, the third eye is working, even if you don't have information, you don't have information. There's something that you say that's really, I think is really, really worth emphasizing. Um, a lot of us, and I'll include myself in that, have ideas and expectations of what we should be experiencing. Um, and when it's not the way that we perceive it, we think that we're not doing something right or that we're, that we're not experiencing whatever it is that we want to experience. But I like, I like what you just said as an invitation that you know, even if your mind is just quieter or if there's a shift in your awareness, that subtle shift in awareness already is an indicator that you are in a different place and that you are having a different experience. Um, so I really like that invitation. Kelly has a couple comments here that I want to read yes. out. Um, you know, thank you, Robin, for the examples of how to practice and experiment as you described. I do not have others to practice with, so this is helpful. And I think that this is this is really important because, you know, I I talk about having my friends that I practice channeling with, um, 
And it is really helpful. Um, you know, I met them through a class that I took when we connected and, uh, and have been practicing ever since. Um, but I do like, uh, I do like the example that you gave, which is something that we can do ourselves at home individually. And, and it allows us to, to practice this connection that we have with spirit in a tangible, experiential way. Um, so I love that. I really, I do love that. I agree with Kelly. I love that, that example that you gave. Um, and then Kelly also adds that some people use the pendulum for the yes or no answers and that she seems to trust her body leaning forward and backward more often. Um, I, I agree. I tend to use the pendulum every once in a while, but there's more doubt in my mind that the pen, that I'm actually doing the pendulum or that mm. I'm not influencing the pendulum. Mm. Um, where it's easier for me to recognize that if my body starts falling forward, it, it's not something that I'm consciously doing. And if I do consciously do it, it's easier for me to recognize when I'm interfering with the message. Um, so I don't know if you want to respond to that or comment to that. Yeah. Um, it, another thing is, as you said, you don't know in which form the information will, uh, will come. So it, it's really um, at the beginning because it, it's a video about the first steps. So the beginning is like it's very human that we want to have the sense of what, what we receive. We we can't help <laughs> if we have a vision, uh, an image. We want to know what what it means uh, for us. But it's quite important at the beginning to allow us not to understand uh, what what's coming. Um, even if the mental part will, will try to, to say, okay, I, I've seen a horse, why did I see a, a horse or, or, or this? So allowing us to just um, start to receive information. Um, because at the beginning, we receive information and we don't know what to do with, with it. And uh, further we go, um, um, we can understand more and what is the, the meaning and get thinner and thinner and and more precise and all this. At the beginning, we just receive information. It's already uh, great uh, to uh, to receive uh, information. But what you can do is um, sometimes we receive information and we have already um, um, the interpretation uh, of it. But it's very subtle from my experience, very subtle. And so it arrives very quickly and it goes very quickly uh, as well. That's the place where we have to, to be more confident or really catch uh, this um, uh, interpretation uh, string that we uh, uh, catch at this point. And still, we, you can as well uh, validate with um, this technique to say, is it? Is it, I think it means this, is it true or is it right? Because um, one thing I wanted to add, according to my experience, when we receive one channel, the information is right we, all the time. Um, when we are in mental side, we know we are in mental side. So when we, we channel, we receive information, the information is right. But most of the time, we don't know what to do uh, with it. And the other part is the mistake we can do 
and it still happens sometimes for me uh, in my job, is the information is right, but I interpret it not on the right way. But still the information is right. Is it could have from one information you could have two ways and I take one way, but it was the other one. But it's mostly in the interpretation of um, of the information. The information is right. Um, and I can say as well, uh, to clarify things, for me, still for me, if you don't um, visualize voluntarily something, you receive information. And when I say that, inform, uh, imagine what we, what we call imagination is already channeling uh, information uh, and things. So about the doubt, because we were, we were talking about doubt uh, earlier, you can see things the other way, in fact. If you don't um, act um, um, in purpose to, to shape uh, a form in your mind, it means that you receive it. It's, it's, it really helped me to understand this, but it, it took me a lot of years to, to, to understand, uh, to understand uh, that, because it's, okay. So there's a couple of things that I wanna, hmm? I wanna emphasize a couple of things here. First of all, again, I love the invitation and reminder that our imagination is already intuition. Because a lot of times we're, we're told by spirit, and I say we, as, you know, who we are. You know, we, people that play in this space are reminded regularly uh, by spirit that our imagination and our spiritual intuition are playing in the same space. They're actually related, they're connected. Uh, some would say that they're the same thing. So when we imagine something, when we create an, an imagery, that imagery is again open-ended. Some people imagine without pictures, you know. So, however you create your imagination, um, have it be pictures or not pictures. That imagery is already touching your spiritual intelligence. It's already touching your your spiritual wisdom uh, and your intuitive gifts. Um, there's something that I want to add just as a, a footnote, I love the importance that Robin mentioned a little bit earlier about gratitude. I just want to emphasize this. Gratitude is a, it's a door opener. The more we recognize what we already have, the more we are telling the universe that we're ready to receive more of that same thing or similar or better than. So being grateful for what you are already experiencing or what you already have, it just opens the doors. And I just want to, again, just want to emphasize that. Yeah. And about the last, last thing you said, so I, for 10 years, I do seminar, but be, even before I was doing workshop about uh, third eyes and, and with Reiki. And I really push people to, to, to say what they were feeling or receiving. And I really could tell from, from this experience that that um, first tool, the new person, they didn't say anything. And by other person saying, allowing themselves to, to say what they uh, 
receive, they could open themselves. First, they could open themselves, but they could see or um, uh, validate that something they didn't think it was information was information. And for example, the clear feeling is really uh, something we experience, but most of the time we don't think it's information we, we channel. Um, and this is mostly because in our society we are we are not helped or pushed uh, to uh, to be aware of this uh, this thing like a wave of energy or tickling or hot and cold and all uh, all this. So it really um, help us um, to to be sincere and say, okay, I received this or I felt this, but I'm not sure. I have this doubt, but I felt this. Like in the gratitude is as well as the um, uh, the intention of really um, be aware of my body, uh, possible um, vision possible, or what I could hear, even if it's a sound or something, even if it's small, because most of the time we need a high level to to validate. Huh? <laughs> it's, um, so recognize all the small, small steps are steps that they are, and it will grow, it will grow within yourself just by um, um, seeing within yourself what you receive. And that first you didn't uh, validate as in any information. And if you don't know what to do with this information, um, at least you add information and you can recognize this part. Um, because you always can choose the side of the frustration, what I don't have and, uh, and I would like to have, and what I already have, but I'm not satisfied, but I already uh, have this, uh, this part of thing. So I want to invite you to, if you could connect with your inner voice, your spiritual team, however it is that you want to connect, I would love to give them the platform for them to share something that they want to contribute to this conversation. Tout d'abord, sorry, was in French first. <laughs> they were talking about emotion, uh, and what they were saying is it's very interesting. Is channeling is um, making yourself uh, empty to be crossed by something. And, and seeing it this way is very interesting because uh, what they were saying is when you have emotion, it's a kind of channeling as well because you are you are crossed by something. Um, and it's really about letting uh, ourselves being crossed. And when we you were talking about shields or I was talking about resistance, resistances, um, 
it's talk about all this is cha being channel uh, channel channeling is really allowing ourselves to be crossed by an energy whatever the form this energy uh, 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 is taking and it's not something easy um, it's not something easy and that's what i can feel as well when the the heart is open i can be crossed by emotion or i can be crossed by uh, information that normally will shock me or, or will um, put me in a place i don't i don't want to be but when it's open it's cross me and it's like being a very thin uh, uh, layer which vibrates um, something which cross cross us and seeing it like this it's a bit different because it's not i want something is i allow myself to be crossed by to be um uh, to feel something uh, uh, into myself whatever uh, it is or to feel nothing which is another experience uh, uh, as well but it's like opening ourselves um yeah to be cro to be crossed by something which is not definite uh, which is not precise you you don't know but you you surrender yourself um to be crossed by energy an energy whatever this in this energy is I like that idea of allowing ourselves to be open and empty for something else to cross through our experience. And I think that it's important to emphasize that it is not about, well, let me rephrase this. My interpretation of that is that this energy is transient. The information is transient. It's not about being an empty vessel for information to fill the vessel and to stay there. There's a movement that I think is important to also recognize. And I like the invitation of utilizing our emotions as an example of this. You know, we, we tend to get really caught up in our emotional experience where something is passing through us and we kind of grab it and we take, take it focus on it. and then that experience interacts with us in a much more powerful way than if we just allowed that energy to pass through us as a temporary transient energy that is just passing through us and so i like that association of the connection the metaphor of utilizing channeling and using uh, our emotional experience as an example of channeling. So I know that we're kind of, you know, we're not necessarily at the end yet, but we are kind of getting towards the end. Um, okay. And again, for anybody that's that's here, feel free to, to interact with us with questions or comments. Um, what what I wanted to, to add about what you, we just said is, um, Channeling is creating a space where you have uh, enough, enough uh, safety to surrender yourself. 
So it's really a, a kind of balance uh, that we have to uh, to find. Because if we are unsafe, we cannot challenge. I tried many times, so I can tell you it's not it's not possible. We need to have a, a certain amount uh, of safety. Um, but channeling is a step into the unknown. And it's the energy of the intuitive, uh, um, of the intuition is the unknown. The mental is dealing with what we know, but the intuitive is dealing with what we don't know yet. So we have to accept as well that we, we, uh, we are making a, a step into the, uh, the unknown. Um, and about the safety, it can be uh, an interesting, in, interesting, interesting thing. Sorry, <laughs> um, to to have a place where you can come back during the channeling if it's uh, difficult for you for any reason, if it's uh, about the mantle or if it's uh, if it's create an emotion within yourself you you have difficulties to to deal with, you can bring back to this space. And what I can uh, give you is what I call uh, body consciousness. It's just putting your attention, your focus on the part of your body which is in contact with something. If I am sitting, it will be uh, my bottom which is in contact with uh, um, the, the chair or, or the matlas. Um, and when you come back to this place, you're not chanting anymore, but you are in, you are in contact with your body, and that it is a safe place. So you can um, go into the channeling experience from this place, and if you are challenged for any reason, mental, mental, um, emotional, that's mostly uh, the experience I, I could uh, I could have. You can go back to this place, and in the seminar I, I do it's. It's a very important place because when people have the safe, safe place to come back, they can explore whatever they want because they have a safe place to, uh, to, to come back. And I think that this is a good segue. Uh, and again, I know that we talked about this in the last conversation we had, but once again, can you talk to us about your uh, special invitation that you're offering the listeners of, of this event? Yeah. Um, so uh, in June, I, I plan to, to make a, a seminar about developing your ability, but really around uh, channeling spirit, um, to be able to uh, channel with our mouth, like the spirit is speaking through uh, our mouth. And it will be a two days online uh, seminar. And it's really the idea to go step uh, step by step uh, into uh, channeling because it's important to go into um, surrender levels step by step. It's not the same thing to uh, to feel something uh, uh, in the hand than to be able to channel through uh, through um, through this this part of the body that um, allowing the spirit to use our mouth to to speak. So it will be like a really practical uh, seminar. Um, 
and step by step uh, going to to this place. Beautiful. And is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Anything that you would like to kind of finish the conversation on? No, I, I kind of like the the, um, the last element. I, I think it's it's a closing. I really want to thank you, uh, Daniel, for this opportunity to do it again because you know, we had technical uh, um, problem, and I, and I feel really grateful to to explain some something uh, about my experience and and to. Um, to help people and to open people to, to these abilities, because for me, it's been a life changement. Even if it took a long time, um, my life never been the same uh, um, since this time, since I, I felt something and I felt something bigger was existing uh, uh, in my life. It's really, uh, I'm so happy when, somebody's opening to this, uh, these abilities because it's the kind of abilities which will help you to know you better. And I really think that the only thing we have to do on Earth is to, to know ourselves uh, better. Um, meaning our possibilities, but as well our limitation. Because I really understood that um, our inner power is developing uh, when we understand which are our limits. And it's something I could not think mentally. But when you know you better, you can uh, see um, all these things and you can develop uh, your uh, inner power. Um, I always talk about how it's about the edges of your understanding. As you get to understand something, that edge of understanding extends a little bit more. And so as you get to know yourself and you get to know the edges of your current level of understanding, it just invites you to continue to expand and, and to develop and to grow in, in whatever direction you want to go. Um, so thank you, Robin. Uh, really, as okay. always, I enjoy our conversations. I appreciate you, your willingness to, to do this again. Um, and for everybody that is listening and watching, thank you guys for being with us again. Uh, hopefully there's some information that was helpful for you. Um, and, um, and I will see you guys in, in August 8th, which is going to be season two. Um, so I will leave you guys with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more. Have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. 
We are grateful that you are here, and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.